Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. You can get in touch with me about anything at all. 86 658 You know, I'd love to hear from you. Let's kick things off with Michael Cimbello. There is such a cool history behind this song that I did not know. Michael Cimbello and Maniac. Apparently the first concept came to him uh, <laughs> when he was uh, watching a news report about a serial killer, which is interesting. And uh, he jokingly thought, oh, my look, this guy lives next door to me. So he jotted down the lyrics that came to mind. He's a maniac. He's just moved in next door. And uh, this was, sorry, De- Dennis uh, Madkowski who uh, wrote it. He's the songwriter. He took the idea to his friend, Michael Sambello. His eyes widened when he heard the title and they set to work on it. And apparently... Uh, they uh, found a 1980s slasher film called Maniac and uh, were kind of, you know, messing around with that. But apparently the demo they recorded ended up being sent to uh, Film Ramon, who was looking for songs to use in Flashdance. Loved the song, but then he was like, could you change up the lyrics a bit because they're a bit dark and gruesome. <laughs> so there you go. A little bit of history behind the song. Good morning. It is Sinead Brazzer. You're listening to 11 to 1 and I uh, hope you have had a lovely weekend and you're ready for the week ahead. I had a lovely day yesterday and I have to do a bit of a shout out to the team at So Sad because they put on a heck of an event yesterday. It was in Ardgillen Castle. It was a ladies day and all of the proceeds were going towards So Sad and it was really, really well organised. Lots of great events that were happening uh, throughout the day and so there was everything, kind of, it was all kind of around the, t- the theme of wellness and mental health and that kind of thing. But they had everything from fashion shows, gorgeous, gorgeous style on the fashion shows as well, uh, to kind of things like... Um, you know, inspiring talks, workshops, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, there in one of these inspiring talks, I met a really inspiring organisation. You might have heard of them. They're called the Sister Sheds. So this was set up by cousins, uh, Shireen and Rachel Hughes. They're from Dublin. And let me tell you, Shireen, uh, the lady who kind of came up with the brainchild of this, she's uh, 
had a very tough life herself but she came up with this concept with her cousin Rachel after lockdown to bring back a sense of community you know the way in lockdown we kind of reached out to our neighbour a bit more and we kind of you know became more conscious of this idea of community and then when we all went back to work and life kind of resumed it's kind of been lost a little bit well the girls recognised this and they decided to set up sister sheds which I love so it's kind of like the men's sheds idea except it's more of women coming together making friends you know sharing kind of ideas um, you know to combat loneliness kind of like the men's shed as well but kind of mo- more of a focus on mental health issues and kind of taking care of your mental health I have chatted to them after their talk definitely they are interested in appearing on the show and having a chat on the show because this movement has completely snowballed it started off as you know a little idea as these things do and it's kind of gone nationwide now there's loads of sheds being set up and it's only really kind of kick started since about last September October it's barely a year on the go so it's doing really really well so we're definitely going to chat to them about what they do and um, no doubt they'd be more than delighted if people would like to set you know, a shed up in their local area. As well as this, at the uh, event yesterday, I had my first experience of Reiki. And a lot of people who've been guests on this show in the kind of wellness and health field have told me about this and I've been intrigued about it and wondered how it worked. So essentially it's a Japanese form of energy healing and it's kind of this alternative medicine and they use, the the practitioners use a technique, it's called palm healing or hands-on healing through which a universal energy is said to be transformed through the palms of the practitioner to the patient. I know it is a bit out there, it is a bit woo-woo kind of stuff but let me tell you, I found it mind-blowing mind-blowing, really relaxing and I got an awful lot from it so I'll definitely be doing that again. Um, so yeah, had to give a shout out to So Sad and I hopefully they'll have raised a good bit of money. I don't know what the final total is just yet, but I'll keep up to date with them and see how much they've raised. But it was a fantastic event in Ardgallen, uh, Ardgallen Castle yesterday. Ladies Day. I'm all about this. I'm all about kind of every now and again organising an event just for women. You know, we had the Women Who Wow this week, this year alone that was in Mead. This event as well in Ardgillen, the Ladies' Day. I'm liking this. I think this needs to become more of a occurrence, uh, more of a regular occurrence. It was really, really good. So well done to all of the volunteers involved in that. Now, very shortly, you're going to be hearing a really nice story. You might have heard this on the national news uh, the last month or so. But Jackie McNabb, she is from Carlow, Tullow in Carlow. And she, like many families around in Ireland, took in uh, a woman and her children from the Ukraine. And the two of them sat around the kitchen table one evening and, you know, they they kind of wanted to come up with something to, to help the humanitarian crisis in the Ukraine. So they've come up with this idea, gorgeous concept, where we sow sunflowers and all of the proceeds and the money from the seeds go directly to the Red Cross. We're going to be finding out more about that lovely story very, very shortly. But first, oh, we need this song now to get us up and at it on a Monday. It's Paolo Nutini. Pencil full of lead there on LMFM's 11 to 1. How would you like to get your hands on some bingo books? Yes. Our jackpot this week is €5,600. I'm going to tell you how you can get your hands on some bingo books just after these. 11 to 1. Pink, all I know so far on LMFM's 11 to 1. All I know is that you're going to want to get your hands on some bingo books because the jackpot this week is absolutely massive. Yes, this week's jackpot is €5,600 for the bingo. 
And uh, I want to say a big congratulations to our recent winner, Rose Kerwin. She's from Beliver County Mead. She won a thousand euro. Nice. That is a nice bit of cash. 5,600 euro is a great bit of cash. And uh, I have a a set of bingo books to give away. So if you would like a bingo book, all you have to do is answer this question. Very easy now. You know, when the bingo calls, when they say key of the door, what number are they talking about? Key of the door in bingo. What number are they talking about? 086 1800 658. Very easy now. Don't forget to put your own details on it as well. So when they say key of the door, what number are they talking about? 086 658. And you could be getting yourself a bingo book for this week. Don't forget, you can get your book online on lmfm.ie or from many outlets throughout the Northeast. And you are helping the National Council for the Blind every single time you play. So, key of the door, what's the number? 086 658. There's Picture House and Sunburst. There is a sunburst happening all over the country because sunflower seeds are being planted and it's all for a great initiative. This is a lovely, lovely story. It's called the So Now Initiative and it's gone national. So it started off with two women at their kitchen table thinking what can they do to help the humanitarian crisis in the Ukraine. So Ukrainian woman Titania Pankiv and her host Jackie McNabb, who is from Carlo, came up with this idea. So Jackie took in uh, Titana, Tanya and her daughters uh, because they obviously fled Ukraine, arrived here and um, like she just kind of felt, you know, what can we do? What can we do? We're sitting here in Ireland. We're safe. You know, my, my children are safe. What can I do to help the others in Ukraine? What can I do to help the crisis? So they came up with this and Supervalue and Centra and other independent retailers are directly supporting them as well because they are selling these packets of sunflower seeds. So what they're asking us to do is they're asking us to plant the sunflower seeds now, now in May and help support this crisis. And it is just really exploded. It really has. We're going to be joined by both ladies behind this So Now initiative just after these. 11 to- As the war in Ukraine continues, many of us here are wondering how can we support and help the people of Ukraine? Well, what if I told you that you could be helping in a big way by simply planting a small seed? Let's Sow Now, it's a nationwide initiative at this stage, encouraging as many people around the country to purchase sunflower seeds from their local Supervalue or Centra stores and sow them throughout the month of May. This incredible initiative, which is spread at this stage all around the country, started from a kitchen table in Tullow, County Carlow, and is the brainchild of two women, one from Ukraine, the other is her host from Ireland. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Jackie McNabb and Titania Pankiv, who joins us as well. How are you doing, ladies? Great, Sinead. Thank you very much for having us. Fine, thank you. It's wonderful to have you both with me today. Now, many a great idea started at a kitchen table and it seems this now has completely spread around the country. Tell us, uh, Jackie, how did the initiative come about? Um, I I suppose, Sinead, I I was very privileged to meet uh, Tatiana and her three daughters um, and myself and my family were in a position to host them. Um, and while um, it was easy enough to meet the basic needs of a roof over their head and clothes and get them into school, I suppose emotionally there is a huge weight on those that have left the country. Um, and Titania is 
no different than many Ukrainian women who feel that they had no sense of purpose. And when the war would be over, they would look back and say, well, what, what did they do or what did they contribute? And we had started with the Tullow Friends of Ukraine doing like so many other great communities across the country were doing, packing donations. And the Pankeet family were all involved from a very early stage of helping to pack toothbrushes and sanitary wear and clothes to go to the Polish border to help the Ukrainians um, that were fleeing for their Mm -hmm. lives at that stage. Um, And when I suppose that was coming to an end as, as agencies, you know, said, look, we have surplus now, please. You know, what we need now is to get aid into the country. What we need is money. And Letiana and the girls, they wanted to do something. And so we came up with how we would maybe raise some money for the Red Cross. Um, and we started to pack some sunflower seeds. Um, and uh, the sunflower in itself is the national flower of Ukraine. It, it is very important to all Ukrainians. It's a familiar sight to them, um, and they, they love it. It's in their gardens, it's in their schools, it's in the fields, in their communities, and so very familiar to them. And we thought, you know, if people would sow these, they would feel that uh, when these would bloom, not only would we be giving money to the Red Cross, but for a little while, Ireland would look a little bit more familiar to so many of these Ukrainian refugees that have found Ireland to be a safe place to be right now. I love that idea. And like you say, I mean, the sunflower, what an amazing flower to pick. And as you say, the, you know, such a strong connection to Ukraine. But, you know, I have to ask you, Jackie, you, you decided to do something pretty amazing. As you said, you're in the position to open your home and your heart, it seems, to this uh, lady and her children. I mean, what has it been like? Because you strike me as somebody who is a doer, Jackie, somebody that's uh, always giving to others. Oh, God, I could take... Uh, no, um, myself and my family have been absolutely enriched. Our lives have completely changed by the the, the pleasure of having these beautiful four ladies in our family. Um, it's an honour and it's only a small... It's a small thing. Um, you know, in a different way, people can do their own thing. It doesn't have to be housing. It can, as you said, be... Uh, to support Tatiana and the other Ukrainian women that all pack these seeds by hand, you know, um, and and now want help to send money home. Absolutely. And can I bring uh, Titania in as well? Titania, you're very welcome, first of all, to 11 to 1. Oh, thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. Now, I I can't even begin to to wrap my head around, you know, a mother and her three daughters fleeing this atrocities that are happening in, in your own country. But what has it been like, you know, you, you've been adjusting to life here in Ireland? Uh, you know, um, uh, I I can even imagine that uh, here in Ireland I uh, can be so safe and uh, uh, I and my uh, three daughters uh, here ha- have a lot of love and support of uh, uh, all people who live here, Ireland, and uh, all, all people, and even in, in here in uh, Tulu, uh, we have everything. We have uh, homework, we can live, uh, schoolwork, uh, where my girls uh, can study. 
we have uh, support of, of uh, all the people in this con- country and of course in this um, Tulu uh, city um, people who uh, who support uh, we, we can feel uh, support of everybody and uh, not uh, only um, Irish people but uh, Polish people also help us uh, a lot uh, and we are so grateful and um, uh, thanks, uh, of course. Uh, of uh, I can uh, I must say that uh, thanks for everybody Ukraine from everybody Ukrainian people who, because uh, every people who here from Ukraine uh, we feel a lot of love and uh, support of Irish. Uh, Country. Well, well, I, I'm I'm so glad that you have received this this warm welcome, and I've no doubt that this project, which is such, it's a beautiful project to be involved in, has kept you very, very busy. I mean, you must be overwhelmed with the response to this because it, it it's it's really grown so huge since you started it out. Uh, over, uh, it's it's very big project. It's very. Um, um it's project so now uh, is a um, project for all ukrainians women uh, and not only for me and uh, uh, that we can feel be useful here for our country and um, it's amazing work of uh, a lot of people who do this project uh, among uh, uh, jackets uh, do a lot of Things and other people who, who uh, support this project, who buy the seats, also uh, a lot of people help us to um, to uh, raise the money, uh, raise uh, the money to the Irish Red Cross uh, um, to build Ukraine. And um, I'm, I, I must say, it's it's amazing project project and. Uh, um, please buy the seat <laughs> because uh, it's, it's it's our project. Uh, uh, please buy in, in and read the, the seats in your garden, in your uh, all the in your town in, near your work. That's uh, it's it's very. Um, Oh, it's 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 so important because, like you say, you know this, you know this is this money is going directly to the Red Cross to help your family, people you've left in Ukraine. So so important. But as well as that, you pe- people from Ukraine can see this gorgeous national flower popping up all over Ireland. I mean that that has to be very comforting as well for you. Uh, yes, uh, it's, uh, we feel a support, and we can see this support. <laughs> Maybe in, in September, uh, it will be nice and wonderful when the sunflowers is uh, grown, and uh, well, um, it's, it's a, it will be look like a home island. Absolutely, absolutely. So- I want to commend both of you, first of all, for for starting off this project. I think it's a wonderful way to help the people of Ukraine and do something positive. I mean, you can only look at a sunflower and smile and be happy. And and hopefully this message of positivity will spread throughout here and no doubt uh, throughout the Ukraine. I want to thank you both ladies so, so much for joining me today. Sinead, thank you you so much. And and can I just finalise by just saying, look, the project has grown, but it wouldn't grow without independent radio stations like yourselves covering us. And, and for that, we're very, very grateful. And we're also grateful for, you know, 
I've got a huge amount of help to get this off the ground. Um, so um, great credit needs to go to, to all involved. It wasn't just me. Um, but thank you to your radio station for covering the story. And again, um, we'd, we'd ask people if they haven't already, please, please go to Super Value or Centra or Independent Store and pick up a packet of seeds for five euros and sow them as a sign of your solidarity for the great people that are fighting a war, not on behalf of Ukraine, but on, on behalf of all independent Europe. Um, they're fighting our war. They really are. I couldn't have put it better myself. Jackie and Titania, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. What a lovely story this is that has come out of such a horrific atrocity that is the war in the Ukraine. As Jackie mentioned there, you can just for five euro, five euro, that's all it is. You can pick up a packet of sunflower seeds in Super Value or Centre. There's some in independent outlets as well right now. All of the uh, proceeds from the seeds are going directly to the Irish Red Cross Ukrainian Crisis Appeal. And uh, if you do plant your seeds, by the way, if you could please share your image on social media using the hashtag so now for Ukraine. You can also follow the, the campaign and the initiative on Facebook. They're on so now there and also on uh, Instagram at so now Ireland. You'll find all the details there. 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, on this day in 1998, the Good Friday Agreement is accepted in a referendum in Northern Ireland with 75% voting yes. I thought it was depicted really, really well in the hour-long special of Dairy Girls. If you missed it, it's on Channel 4. You can catch up there. Also on this day, but in 2016, actress Amber Heard files for divorce from fellow actor Johnny Depp and they're still in the midst of a battle with each other. And today is World Turtle Day. It recognises that some species of our herd and soft-shelled friends are suffering and almost on the edge of extinction due to environmental hazards, issues with hunting and harvesting of their eggs. So World Turtle Day today. LMFM Northeast Update. There's the cardigans with Love Fool on LMFM's 11 to 1. Have to mention this as I love promoting amateur dramatics on the show and the latest group that are ready to take to the stage is Delique Drama Players. So they say it's a, it's a sunshine holiday like no other. The show is called Canaries and uh, it's going to hit the stage from the Tuesday, May 20, 31st to June 4th and... Um, it's apparently Bernard Farrell's funniest work. So it tells the story of three Irish couples and what becomes an unforgettable Spanish holiday, but not necessarily for the right reasons. So they're keen to escape the reality of their everyday lives. The holiday makers set off on a sunny romp that includes partying, gambling, drinking and even the possibility of partner swapping. Not only are audiences guaranteed a great night, they will also be supporting charities and they include the Red Cross Ukraine Appeal. So on that May 31st, that's the proceeds going to that. Uh, also draw the Alzheimer's Society on June 1st Evening's Pink Tie June 2nd and the Nile Mellon Education on June the 3rd so uh, the tickets and everything is all available if you check it out Drihid Art Centre that's where you'll find it drihidartcentre.com you'll find it all there and that's from uh, Tuesday May 31st to June 4th and please support because you know these guys they spend all winter 
You know what I mean? Rehearsing and getting ready for this and they really need audiences, bums on seats. So that's Delic Drama Players. Best of luck to them as they head to the stage on Tuesday, May 31st. Now, coming up in the second half of the show, oh, I love chatting to this guy now. Vladimir Yaplikov is his name. We've had him on the show a couple of times and until very recently, I didn't actually get to see him perform and I was performing the Mothers of Ukraine concert or he was performing in the Mothers of Ukraine concert. I was MC on the night and I was at the side of the stage. Let me tell you, unreal, unreal. Uh, now, even if you're not a fan of classical music, he does a lot of different uh, things in his repertoire. He has kind of more popular things as well. But he was unreal. Like, I mean, talk about going from like really heartbreaking sounds that come out of this amazing uh, violin to having you laughing in the space of a couple of minutes. Like he's just amazing. He really is. And he's embarking on a tour that's going to be coming to Trimcastle Hotel on June the 8th. So he has reworked Vivaldi's Four Seasons. So we're going to be chatting to Vladimir Yaplikov after 12 News. 11 to 1. Oh, I love that one. George Ezra with Paradise on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch on 086-1800-658. Oh, it's been one of the most hyped celebrity weddings of the year and I am, a, you know, just a sucker for this kind of stuff. I am talking about Kourtney Kardashian and her wedding to Travis Barker. They have really been milking the whole wedding situation. I think they've gotten married now officially, sort of. This is the official thing, but they had a practice wedding and then they had kind of, you know, let's get the documentation, the legal, the legal one. This was their kind of official party wedding, let's say. And my God... I have to say, I've been addicted to looking at this over the weekend as well. Um, She and the entire Kardashian clan were kitted out in Dolce and Cabana. And whilst I would be very traditional in terms of, you know, my own wedding dress choice was really sort of, you know, traditional, white, long, poofy, the whole shebang. Kourtney Kardashian went for a very different look. And I have to say, it really did suit her. Now, not for me personally, but I think it could be the comeback of the shorter wedding dress. Wondering what people might think of this. So essentially what she did was she got married in a white corseted mini dress and the veil, like there was this huge trailing veil that was done. uh, The whole thing was done by Dolce & Cabana and they got married at uh, Dolce & Cabana's home in Italy in Portofino. And uh, they did, they looked really now. This was a very star-studded, stunning affair. Um, the bride, she paired the wedding dress with this incredible veil with these long, fingerless, uh, white tulle opera gloves and she had these white stiletto shoes on. And it was just, like I say, not me personally, I definitely wouldn't have been able to pull it off. But I think it really suited her. And I'm wondering now, is this the comeback of the the mini dress for weddings. Maybe brides to me might get in touch with me on 086 1800 658. We are heading into wedding season. It's well and truly upon us. And I'd say a lot of people as well are finally having their ceremony as well after postponing and rescheduling and all the rest of it because of COVID. So I'd say it's big, big wedding season at the moment. So I'm just wondering, is there brides in the northeast that are going for a little different with their wedding dress? Or maybe... You back in the day went for a different wedding dress than say the usual traditional over the top kind of thing that I went for. Let me know 086-1800-658. Now time to check in with more celebrity news in the buzz. 
The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Hi, I'm Louise. Richard Osman says leaving Pointless was the right thing to do so he can focus on his books. He's co-presented the quiz show for more than a decade but announced he was quitting to have more time to write. He'll be back for celebrity specials but says filming his final episodes to the regular show was a big moment for him. Really emotional because I love it. It's been 12 years of my life. Uh, but the, the key thing with Pointless is I like to turn up, I like to do, I like to work as hard as I can so it's going to make it special for everybody and I just got to the stage where I thought I don't know if I can come back and make this special for everyone so it's, uh, it was a good time to bow out. Fitness expert Joe Wick says he was worried as a teenager that he'd get caught in a vicious cycle of drugs and council housing because of his troubled childhood. He told the big issue people would be cruel to him because his father was a heroin addict. The TV presenter said he'd now tell his teenage self not to believe all the bad things others say. Sean Paul's gearing up to release his eighth studio album Scorcher this month and preparing to tour Europe and North America. The rapper is one of the most prolific acts in Jamaican dancehall music, but he's keen not to get carried away with chasing awards. He says his greatest kick is the reaction from fans to his latest tracks. I think just like when the people love the music, you know, when I go to the clubs and it's still accepted um, and some of the new ones are breaking, that's the real award for me. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. <laughs> The Buzz on LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Sharon is getting in touch on 086 1800 658. How you doing, Sharon? She says, Sinead, I was an 80s bride. The dress had huge shoulders. It wasn't a mini, but it was a little bit below the knees. I absolutely loved it. Plus, I could dance really easily at the reception. There was no big heavy gown to be looking after. I ended up using the lace as well for our children's christening gowns. Oh, that was that was good a lot of people do that don't they a lot of people kind of use part of the wedding dress uh, for the christening gown I like that idea Uh, love the different sort of styles as well that people go for not everyone goes for the traditional kind of wedding gown Uh, if you were a kind of non-traditional bride maybe you went for a different colour altogether as well because Kourtney Kardashian had a red she had a black and then the white for the the big ceremony in in Italy did you go for a different colour as well for your wedding dress let me know 086 1800 65 Oh yeah, here's a wedding song for you now. It's Brian Adams on LMFM's 11 to 1. Brian Adams, Everything I Do, definitely a popular first dance song. And Michaela has been touched saying that that was her first dance song for her wedding. She says she was not a traditional bride, wore a red cocktail dress for my wedding, got married in Spain. I absolutely adored it. Love that people go on the non-traditional route. Keep those coming in to me on 086 1800 658. Now we've had the pleasure of chatting to uh, this man a couple of times on the show uh, but it wasn't until very recently that I actually had the privilege of seeing him perform and it's a performance I won't forget in a hurry. It is Vladimir Yaplikov, the violin virtuoso he is embarking on a nationwide tour and he is bringing a reworking his reworking of Vivaldi's Four Seasons all around the country including Trim Castle Hotel we're going to catch a word with him just after these. 11 to 1. I've had the pleasure of chatting with my next guest on this show a few times, but it wasn't until very recently that I had the privilege of seeing him perform. And it's a performance I won't forget in a hurry. It was just magical. Coming from four generations of professional music makers, a Russian maestro for a father, his mother was first violinist at the National Operetta Theatre in Bratislava. Five musical siblings as well at home. He is steeped in classical tradition. But at the age of 18, he rebelled. He was due to start training at the Academy of Performing Arts, 
but years of regimented instrumental studies left him craving a break from classical mu- mu- music so he packed his bags and a fishing rod randomly and left for Ireland in pursuit of adventure but he's been here entertaining us ever since he's about to embark on a nationwide tour he's going to be performing his reworking of Vivaldi's Four Seasons he's also launching a new summer single as well I'm delighted to be joined by the violin virtuoso Vladimir Yoplikov how are you getting on? I'm great, Sinead. That's a, one of a intro there, you did. <laughs> well, I have to pay a tribute to you because, you know, the night that you performed at the Mothers of Ukraine concert in the TLT, I told you that I was just blown away by your performance. I mean, to be able to evoke tears and then laughter in an audience in the space of just a few songs is truly a gift. You know, it really is. Like, are all your shows this emotional? <laughs> well, you know, I... I, I always believed, you know, that the music you play should be pers- personal. You know, it should mean something to you or to audience or there should be a message. And, you know, it, it has to be enjoyed. And, you know, whether it's the sad emotions or happy emotions, we can enjoy them all. And that's what I'm trying to always aim for. And that's how I'm able to keep going and, you know, enjoy the music uh, with, you know, people in the audiences now, which I'm absolutely, you know, so thrilled that we can be performing back live. We're nearly in the middle of the tour right now. We're only back from Killardy last night. And, you know, it's like a proper workout, not only the driving, <laughs> but also, you know, performing the full four seasons in the quartet arrangement. And then we have a second half uh, of the concert as long as that, you know, with all those tunes that, you know, also mean something to me and or mean something to the audiences. And, we're just having a ball. It's oh, incredible, you know, to be back and to actually see the full houses back again as well. Oh, this is this is true. It is so, so lovely to see you back performing. And as you say, you know, because you were performing online, I know you adapted a lot throughout COVID, but like, as you say, what a workout to kind of be back on stage and, and performing like that to, to a live audience. Now, you did mention as well that um, every time you go out on stage, you know, and you perform and you put a, a tour together like what you've done with this, there is something personal. And this one is a very, very personal tour to you. Tell us about this because, you know, everyone will know Vivaldi's Four Seasons, but this resonates particularly with you. It, it does indeed. Now, uh, the Four Seasons itself, obviously I knew the composition uh, since I was a very young, uh, you know, uh, boy, child. And then when I was about 10, you know, like I did uh, attend a few concerts of my dad playing it with the orchestra and it was one of his favorite compositions. Now, I did enjoy, you know, bits, uh, parts of the Four Seasons, but I didn't sort of enjoy the whole work, you know, to sit down for 45 minutes straight and listen. It was last year in late July where I just decided as part of my professional development that I'm going to actually learn the whole work of by heart, which I was actually recommended not to do because uh, it's sort of better, they said, to have the safety net there somewhere. But I said, no, I'm going to go for the challenge. I'm going to do this. I'm going to enjoy it because I want to play it for people if I ever do. Now, I didn't really think I'm going to be touring it. You know, it was more just for myself. Mm. And I played it to my dad over Zoom a few times. I was still being careful not to travel to uh, Bratislava, to Slovakia. And uh, I was just telling him, like, look, how did you enjoy the autumn, for example? How, like, how could you like? And he was like, I don't think you understand the full, you know, story of that music. Like, you have to let your imagination go. And he was like, explaining it to me. And I just sort of still didn't get it right. 
Now, sadly, my dad passed away on the 30th of August last year, on the 2021. Suddenly, we were on the way to the airport. We heard he was unwell. But look, we live with his legacy. we learning to live with that. I performed the Four Seasons only online in October, on the October 3rd last year. And that was the day that I realized I understood the music. And I really enjoyed it. And I said, okay, I need to actually explain this to people. I'm a musician full-time. And it took me 36 years to fully get the experience. So I went on a journey and I researched and I, you know, also researched to, to see who would be able to do some work like that for us, uh, what I had in mind, having it uh, explaining, but at the same time leaving some space for everyone's imagination, you know, and uh, they have to enjoy the music as well. I was yeah. a little bit afraid that we're coming closer to the concerts, like, did I do it right or not? And when we start performing, I just realized people love it. Everyone gets it. And it's like, you know, we're having the few visuals in the background. So it's like we're using the soundtrack from 300 years ago, all the joys and fears of people back then, which a lot of them will be similar, you know. Yeah, of course. And, it's like it's so appropriate to, to perform this you. now, as you say, you know, as we're coming yeah. out of all this. Yeah. Yeah, and you have, you know, even small kids and you have, uh, you know, three, four generations at the same time watching this. And you can see even five, six years old kids just watch 45 minutes. They don't, you know, stop. And it's just something uh, that I think my dad will be very... You know, oh, he would be so, of. so proud. He really would. And, and my condolences to, to, to you and the family, because as you say, this was your dad's absolute favourite. This guy played this constantly for you. And no doubt, you know, you mentioned there learning it as a young boy, but no doubt, like many accomplished uh, musicians, Yaplikov, it took a time to master playing it. And I'd imagine, as you mentioned there, a bit of a love-hate relationship with this. Sometimes we don't always like what our parents like, isn't that it? Oh, that was always me. I always had to rebel against anything. When I was three years old, I decided that I'm not staying in the kindergarten. I was maybe three and a half, and my mom had to go to maternity leave, even though I had two older siblings, and they were fine. Uh, at the time, I'm 13, the family. You know, then when I was 12, I decided I'm not traveling anymore because we were traveling with the yes. family ensemble. I, I, I said I will stay with that, but I was also traveling with the Bratislava Boys Choir, and we were members of the Vienna State Opera and also the Slovak National Theatre. And then after a month tour in Japan, but I mean, this was going on for years, uh, I refused the next tour of Canada and States and nobody could understand me. And I said, I want to do things my own way. You know, I said, <laughs> I would just enjoy, you know, the fishing yeah. route or whatever I like and just <laughs> yeah. go out after I'm in school and after I do my practice. But then I was 19 and I left for Ireland and... You know, of course, everyone was right when they were telling me that, you know, if you won't get by uh, with yeah. no, not a single word of English. And you said you don't want to play the violin. Like, what do you want to do? You know, so I just realized that after a week in Dublin city center that I, I'm running out of money here. And <clears throat> I was too proud to ring my parents. Of course. To ask for more money or to say, oh, actually, I'm coming back to the university. <laughs> so I said, I'm going to fight here, you know, and then. You know, it was all building and... Uh, Things happen for a reason. A bit easier. It probably would be a little bit easier if I listened to my parents. <laughs> but at the same time, when I look at it now, as hard as it was, and I did have a lot of, you know, times when I hired a national concert hall first time yeah. and 
had to go back back busking for six months, you know. But because it obviously didn't work out exactly the way I wanted to. But looking at it now, it would be easier if I followed, but it would actually never happen. Yeah, you, I, you have it, to follow your own path, isn't it? And that's exactly. kind of the way that you've done this. But I love that this has become full circle for you now because you are honouring your father with this. And as you said, you wanted to set yourself this challenge of, you know, putting your own stamp on, on Vivaldi's Four Seasons. So tell me about this tour, because as you say, you, you've started, you're about halfway through. You're going to be coming to Trim as well, to Trim Castle on, on June 8th. And I know you've got a special affiliations with Trim as well, don't you? Oh yeah, like I have a very special affiliation with the whole uh, of Ireland, and I'm here nearly 18 years. But Trim, in particular, it was in 2005, which was only the first year I had the band on Grafton Street. There was a person called Matthew Gilson, and he's still with us. Oh, you. I love I Matthew. Only spoke yeah. to him about uh, two days ago. Now it's uh, Matthew Gilson and Senior. It's not the uh, one from Celtic Tenors. Yes, <laughs> and. I did, spoke very little English. He found someone who spoke Slovakian to translate that he wanted to speak to me. Wow. And he said he would love me to come and be part of his concert he was organizing in Trim. And that was the first time we performed outside of Grafton Street or sort of a wedding or sort of first time performing on the stage. And we had no idea how people are going to react. And the reaction we got was just, something that inspired us to go farther. Now, I did have to change the band several times because they all had different ideas, you know, mm-hmm. on how to work things out. But then I sort of stayed in touch with Trim. And in 2009, that was the first time I reunited the whole family ensemble after five years really? to just meet up and to perform. So that was the first time uh, we, all eight of us met on the stage once again. Amazing. About parents. And this tradition, because of this concert in Trim, we continued for the following 10 years. And the whole family, you know, one sibling, Anton, he is in Switzerland. The other one is in Innsbruck in Austria. Then we had, you know, everyone was studying there and there and they have families and so on and so on. And suddenly we all could meet in one place every year for the duration of 10 years. Like all the pictures, all the memories as a siblings and both parents, and we're very thankful to Irish people and people who attended our concerts that we could, you know, Come do together. that. And even with that, you know, like imagine I was gone for 17 years. Yes. And we didn't have those memories. We have such nice pictures, even outside of concerts, me bringing him to Cliffs of Moher and... Uh, all around the Doing all the touristy stuff tour. as well. I love that. And I love that that's uh, the connection with Trim, which, which is fantastic. Now, I have to mention this and we're going to play a bit of this as well, but before we finish off, uh, but you have a single. Uh, the single is Summer Storm. So tell me about this. People are going to recognise this straight away, aren't they, from the opening bars? Oh, yes, absolutely. Like, it's one of the most powerful movements from our seasons. It's, of course, the storm that... Uh, it starts, you know, with the second movement where there is a little bit of the summer heat and the sort of real stickiness of the flies, you know, mm. uh, coming around the building. But then there is a little bit of lighting coming from fire. And then suddenly the third movement comes and it's just full on stormed the one that they were fearing that, you know, all their harvest might, might be damaged, you know. And it's just, I think, very 
powerful piece of music. Oh, it really is. And we're going to play that now in a second. It's exciting times for you. I wish you all the best with this tour and the single Summer Storm. Vladimir, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you again. It's wonderful chatting to you. And it was great to see you all the, the other day because it's nice to put, you know, the picture to the voice Absolutely, well. absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Vladimir Yaplikov, he is performing all around the country. He's coming to Trimcastle Hotel on June 8th. You can get all the details, vladimirmusic.com. And here is Summer Storm. Oh, it's fantastic. It goes on. Let me tell you, you should go and get tickets, vladimirmusic.com. It's a fantastic night out. I can promise you that. And it's good. he's bringing his show to Trim Castle Hotel on June 8th. 11 to 1. Eddie sings with Arclight on LMFM's 11 to 1. Getting back to this now. Yes, our competition, I have... LMFM Radio Bingo Books up for grabs. This is the last call now. The last call for this, okay? I've got uh, some books to give away. This week's jackpot is €5,600. Nice. That is a nice bit of cash that'll be landing in your bank account if you decide to pick up a book or maybe you might be a winner today. We are asking you in bingo calls, key of the door. What is key of the door? What's the number? What number are they talking about when they say key of the door? 86 658 Last chance for you to win that. Don't forget you can buy your book for next week's game or this week's game online or from outlets throughout the northeast. LMFM.ie for all of the details there. So what is the number we're talking about when we say key of the door? 86 658 LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on LMFM.ie. New Faces Beauty Clinic Dundalk requires a full-time or part-time experienced beauty therapist. Please send your CV to info at newfaces.ie. G&J Arage Joinery Limited requires a joiner with some experience with wood in the Navan area. Please send your CV to info at aragejoinery.com. The Bailey Hotel requires a full-time experienced chef in the Baileyborough Cavan area. Please apply by emailing info at baileyhotel.com. And the Irish Blood Transfusion Service requires a temporary full-time maternity leave position for a clinical nurse manager grade 2. To apply, check out the career section at giveblood.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search Ah, how is it 12.52 already? That flew by. I do have time, though, to say that Gillian Hill in Carrick Macross and Bernie Rice in Bay Estate, you are getting our bingo books. It was, of course, 21, 
21 is the key of the door thank you so much to everybody who entered that that is our lot on the show for today already I can't believe it thank you for your company as always I'll be back tomorrow don't be worrying next up Jerry Kelly's back on the late lunch I'm going to leave you with Keen. have a great Monday chat to you tomorrow 11 to 1 planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.